Hello, Steeler Nation. Welcome to this next podcast. I'm Owen, your podcast host. And hello to all of you out there in Steeler Nation, no matter where you are, whether you're out in, in the United States of America, uh, whether you're in Great Britain, continental Europe, Australia, or somewhere around this big old world of ours. If you're part of Steeler Nation, you're part of the biggest, best family in the world. Steeler Nation is a family. It is not just a team. We are a family. We are Steeler Nation. So, guys, welcome to my uh, talk about, so my podcast about the she game against the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football, the Color Rush game. That I'm absolutely psyched for. Looking really looking forward. It cannot wait. Even though it does kick off at 1:15 a.m. over here in the UK, so we're looking at probably finishing about mm-hmm. uh, quarter past four to quarter to five. Um, in the morning over here. So, anyway, one of the big things that seems to come out of a lot of the conversations I've heard on podcasts and a lot of the convers- things I've read is, is this a trap game for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Unfortunately, we seem to have this habit of losing games that we should win um, and winning games that we should lose, really, if you think about it, the Buffalo Bills game in week one at Orchard Park. Um, so last time out, we beat the Cleveland, one of our big rivals, the Cleveland Browns um, and Faker Mayfield. Um, and now we face the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football. Just as a aside, um, I've had my Twitter account suspended because I apparently was um, not very nice to Faker Mayfield. All I said was, I hope he got smashed today in the game against the Cincinnati Bengals. So obviously, um, Twitter and the management of Twitter and the moderators of Twitter are all obviously Cleveland Browns fans, all love Faker Mayfield um, and don't like anything being said about him. So anyway, Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears come to Heinz Field on Monday night at 3-5. and five. They've lost their last three games straight. Um, they are a team that... To be honest with you, since they won the Super Bowl in 1985, the 85 Bears, which was which a team founded solely on its defense, um, they haven't really done a great deal. They're not one of those teams that you would want to, to are particularly exciting to watch. Um, they've had some issues around uh, coaching, around quarterbacks over the years. They've had some pretty poor quarterbacks uh, before. The current copper quarterback is probably Jay Cutler, but it was probably the best quarterback they had for a few years. Um, and now, obviously, they've moved into veteran into the rookie Justin Fields uh, out of Ohio State. Um, obviously, Justin Fields has got a lot to prove as a rookie, um, and also to overcome the the sort of I don't know the seeming curse on Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL um, when you're best quarterback to come out of your uh, college program is Mike Tomzak. Um, I think you have a few issues over your quarterback program at higher state. They don't seem to transfer easily to become NFL starters. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, another one, great in college, not really lived up to his promise in the NFL. Um, although Pittsburgh Steelers, no doubt, are hoping that they can turn this man round and make him a great prospect. So, is this a trap game? Mm, who knows? We hope that it's not going to be a trap game. It's a game that we nearly, really need to win. There's been some encouraging news coming out of Steelers training camp 
uh, training this week. Um, as we've gone through the week, players who, who were previously uh, described as unfit or injured have come back to full fitness. Um, Big Ben, who's obviously been suffering with a pec injury and a hip injury, was also said to have a shoulder injury in his right shoulder, which is his throwing arm. But thank goodness Ben is back at full practice and it was said that he has no game status so therefore will play on Monday Night Football something that we've got to be grateful for because look I'm no fan of Mason Rudolph not a Mason Rudolph fan don't think he's an answer don't think he's a good backup don't think he's a good quarterback Um, and to be honest with you if we have to use Mason next year we'll be I think a tankier because the guy is just not up to the job the other encouraging news that came out of Steelers training camp this week was that Boz is back to full fitness, back and playing. So Chris Boswell will be there kicking on Monday night football. In my mind, Chris Boswell, one of the best kickers in the NFL, uh, Mr. Reliable, and his kicking is just fantastic this season. Longest field goal on Heinz Field history now with 56 yards. The guy is just automatic, it seems, from wherever he kicks on the park. Cam is back to full fitness as well, which is brilliant to see. Cam, who is our defensive captain, and has just been immense this year, and has been talked about um, in the Defensive Player of the Year discussion, along with TJ Watt um, from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, obviously, we heard that Eric Ebron is out. Um, obviously, Eric Ebron being out is a concern. The more players you can have available, the better. Um, depth is always good. But it shouldn't be as big a loss as it perhaps would have been in the past, given the fact that we now have Pat Freyamuth as our T1, and that Zach Gentry is finally um, is coming up to his promise now and starting to develop, not only just as a blocker, but as a pass catcher. Um, and the size of the guy as well... Big guy, six for eight. Big, well-built guy. Uh, could also cause some damage in the passing game as well as the blocking game. BJ Finney is also questionable. Again, depth is good, but BJ has not played much of a role this year um, on the O-line. Um, and the O-line is certainly developing, getting better, and I wouldn't mess with it at this point. Um, who knows what the status of Zach Banner will be on Monday night. Maybe he'll be there as an option for the Steelers to bring in. The other one, obviously, who is a bit of concern for me was Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick was having a foot injury and did not practice, but he has no game status, so therefore, hopefully, should play on Monday Night Football. Um, and Minka is due a big game, and hopefully in the colour rush under the lights, it'll be Minka's, Minka's week this week. Um, realistically, we've got some real, you know... When it comes to quarterback uh, on Monday Night Football, we're going to have the opposite end of the spectrum. We've got a veteran versus a rookie. Uh, We've got a guy who has been there, done it, proved it, future Hall of Fame quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play the the game. Um, Definite destined to be a first ballot Hall of Famer against a rookie quarterback coming out of Ohio State who is one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, I think... For Justin Fields, you know, the guy has gone to probably what I would always describe along with New York Jets been a, has been a bit of a quarterback graveyard in Chicago. I mean, look at what happened to Mitch Trubisky, for example, uh, when he was drafted high by the Chicago Bears in previous years. Um, in fact, Fields has been sacked 30 times this year already, um, thrown for 991 yards. Uh, where Fields really suffers for me is the fact that his O-line can't protect him um, and that's why uh, he's really struggled perhaps this year to establish himself um, as um, in the same way that perhaps you know people like uh, 
Trevor Lawrence has started to do at Jacksonville. Um, this also is obviously very encouraging for the Steelers. That obviously with our pass rush, with our guys like Alex Highsmith, TJ Watt, Cam Haywood, Devin Bush, um, and hopefully you know Taco Charlton starting to act and come on to, come on as well. This will also give um, put Justin Fields under a hell of a lot of pressure on Monday Night Football, and we look forward to you know watching the defense really get after them. And that's one thing I think the defense has got to do. It's a real key to victory is getting after Justin Fields. Um, the guy has got wheels. He's shown that he can run the ball. He's got rushing touchdowns this year and has rushed really well this year. Um, he's a mobile quarterback, uh, sort of quarterback that Matt Canada would love to have in his system. And certainly Justin Fields was top was um, looked at by the Steelers, it seemed, in the draft process. You know, those pictures um, and reports coming out of the Ohio State Pro Days of Mike Tomlin really um, enjoying talking to Justin Fields and them having a really good relationship there already. Um, maybe that's about something for the future. So Justin Fields, obviously, their quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, is there as our quarterback. Um, Big Ben um, is getting better as the season's gone on. Obviously, I think we've got to consider the Big Ben had that poor end to 2020, which is obviously a side effect of his um, shot, his elbow replacement, or replacement, sorry, elbow reconstruction surgery that he had in the um, following the season 2019 when he was injured. Also, at now moving on to running back, the Bears obviously have lost their first line running back, um, Montgomery, um, and have been using. Um, pretty much a six-round rookie, um, a guy called Khalil Herbert. Um, Khalil Herbert has rushed for 351 yards in eight games for one TD, and it's not very effective as a as a rusher. As a rusher, the Chicago Bears seem to be an exclusively a rushing team, and have been for years. Realistically, they seem to have no passing game. Their wide receivers don't seem to pose a lot of threat. Allen Robinson, yes, is a nice receiver. Darnell Mooney, again, is a, is a decent receiver, but. Justin Fields doesn't get the time in the pocket to try and find them, and they're not receivers in the same way that DJ and Chase are, that are impactful, that are powerful, can get separation, and can make things happen. So in terms of the Chicago Bears, they very much are a rushing team. So therefore, another key to the game for the Pittsburgh Steelers is to stuff the run. Now, obviously, against Seattle Seahawks, we didn't do that, and they were very, 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 very impressive, Seattle, um, running the ball. However, in the last game against arguably one of the best running backs in the NFL, in Nick Chubb, we held him to under 100 yards, and we really did stuff the run. Thanks to people like Alex Highsmith, who's probably one of the best run stuffing outside linebackers um, in the AFC, um, and our linebacker, our linebacker team, along with the defensive line, really playing up, and Chris Wormley really starting to show the, his quality now this season. So we've really got to stuff the run. If we can stop the Chicago Bears running the ball, um, and they are a very good running team, I think they rank 6th or 7th in the NFL, then we can stop their offense completely. It will shut their offense down completely. They are just solely a running team. Um, they don't seem to have a very good passing attack, and they haven't had for years, really. Even the 85 team that won the Super Bowl, Jim McMahon was not a great passer of the ball. He was a game manager-type quarterback. 
Um, as I've mentioned, the wide receivers don't really, to me, impress. Um, Alan Robinson, yes, is a nice receiver, reliable receiver, but he's not the kind of guy who will go impactful, will go long, will gain lots of separation. Um, he can do the do his job, and that pretty much is it. Darnell Mooney out of Tulane. Um, he's is the leading receiver at this moment in time. 33 receptions, 409 yards, one touchdown with an average of 12.4 yards per game, uh, per reception, sorry, not game. Um, but to me, I think obviously as long as we get the rush going, we put Justin and Fields under pressure, we can therefore stop any passing. Um, and let's face it, their passing game is not their strongest anyway. Chicago has been a team that has often, even since the 1985 Super Bowl victory against the New England Patriots, which is always nice, um, have based their team very much around defence. Uh, their defence has always been their strength. Um, they've always built teams based on their defence. They're obviously a tough defensive team, but like Chicago is obviously seen as a very tough city um, up there in Illinois. But um, in terms of their defence, their defence their defense is banged up. The biggest thing for, for for the Bears will be the fact that they have no Khalil Mack on Monday Night Football. Khalil Mack is out injured. Khalil Mack is one of the premier defensive uh, players in the NFL. And obviously he will not be playing on Monday Night Football. Um, he will be missing from the game with an injury. Also, linebacker Alex Ogletree is... Um, He's on the list has been questionable to play as well, along with some of the um, uh, secondary as well. So, you know, in terms of the defense, defense is banged up, um, which does bode well again for our offense. Uh, what they're probably their top defensive player at the moment is a guy called Roquan Smith, who was drafted in 2018. He's a linebacker, um, a real Reckham linebacker. Have you in your face linebacker, um, one of the better linebackers in the NFC. He this year has had 48 solo tackles, two sacks, and one interception. So obviously he is going to be a threat to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Bears base their defense on pass rush, on rushing the passer. Um, so our offensive line, which is getting better and is developing over time now, has really got to uh, keep its development going, keep those small steps forward going, and protect Big Ben, keep Big Ben clean, open some holes for Najee to run through. Um, and then that obviously will give us a situation where we can develop and we can actually work the ball down the field. Um in terms of um, the Bears, the Bears are always the Bears are, like I said, a defensive team, and we've got to put their defense on the back foot right from the outset. What I would do for me, hopefully, we can we can right from that first Bears drive, we can run the ball with Najee, we can open the field up, throw to DJ, throw to Chase, and really develop the really develop the passing game as well but the running is going to be absolutely key so look out also for use of Ant Mac hopefully he will have a game where we can start to sub him in and use him to give Najee a rest and rest him and give Najee a situation where he isn't it isn't solely on him to run the ball um, and Mac probably is our best option to run the ball other than Najee um, given the fact that Benny Snell is pretty useless um, and pretty hopeless so what else going forward for Monday Night Football 
Um, if our D can play as well as they did against the Browns, then we can definitely shut down this Chicago Bears team. Now, one thing that obviously for me is a concern going forward is the fact that we've lost our last three games against the Bears. The Bears seem to have um, a bit of an Indian sign over us just recently. In fact, the last time we beat them was the game where Jerome Bettis ran over Brian Erlacher. Um, that was our last victory against the against the Browns. Uh, it's the Browns. It's the Bears. Sorry. What's encouraging um, for me, though, moving forward, is the fact that the, the um, Pittsburgh Steelers are nineteen and zero on um, Monday Night Football. They are a really good um, prospect under the lights. They're a great team to watch uh, on a Monday night. So hopefully, we can keep that nineteen and zero. That 19 and 0 uh, streak going, and improve that to 20 and 0 once the game completes on Monday night. It is obviously a color rush game as well, so the fans will be bang up for that game. Um, the color rush will really, really will make them stand out, and hopefully make the game um, that bit more memorable for Steelers fans. So Monday night football is going to be massive. I'm really looking forward to the game. I hope you are too. Um, so that's my little, little preview of the Bears versus the Steelers. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you found it a little bit informative. Um, any thoughts, any questions, any comments, please do not. F- please feel free to get in contact. Um, obviously, perhaps not on Twitter for the moment, given the fact that they are all Cleveland Browns fans. Um, obviously, there's my Instagram, um, Britsburg Owen. There is my Facebook group page, Britsburg, or drop me an email um, I'll put the email in the description for this thing um, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing t- tonight who what happens in the NFL games that happen tonight no obviously stress of the Steelers playing and no worry about the Steelers getting beat so that's going to be a good thing um, Browns Bengals let's hope Faker does get smashed in your face Twitter um, it'd be nice to see them put right out of the race um, and good luck also to Minnesota Vikings against the Ratbirds okay so this is me signing off for now um, all of you out there in Steeler Nation thanks for listening um, here we go Steelers